Well, welcome back to the 75th episode of the Tundra Cast. Today, I got Ryan. What's up, boys? And Rossi. What up? And as we usually do, at this time of year, we're going to go through our 2023 mock draft for the upcoming NHL Inter Draft this June in Nashville. Um, a lot of great young talent this year, as per usual. Um, I mean, we all know who the first overall pick's going to be, but... Uh, we'll get there when we get there. So we'll go through our top ten, and uh, I guess we can start with Rossi. So Rossi, who do you have at ten? Oh, you want you want my tenth first? Yeah. Um. Well, that's a, this is probably going to be a theme for uh, throughout the entire episode, but it's a forward. I got Matthew Wood. Uh. Name <laughs> the name gives. How many Matt? How many Matthew Woods are in the league now? I don't think there's a. Is there even any Matthew Woods? Ever? Isn't there the one on New Jersey? Ah, uh, that's Miles. Oh, Miles Wood. I. Yeah. He's what? He plays all the he plays all the four spots, left, center, right, which is pretty typical nowadays when you go to when you go to one of the colleges. Um, he's currently. Yeah. Uh, Committed to UConn, he's six three, hundred and ninety pounds. Uh, he's seventeen years old, but I'm pretty sure he'll be eighteen by the time he's drafted. Uh, he's born no, he's born February sixth. I don't remember when the draft is. Yeah, um, no, Matthew Matthew Wood's a real good player. Um, I, I, I have him going in this range in, in my big board that's obviously way longer than 10 picks. Um, he was uh, 11th for me, so so he just missed out. But really, really good player. He's, um, <clears throat> he's got a, a, real, a real, good, real good shot. He's a good playmaker. Um, I play driver, really. He does well with the puck on his stick, entries, and, and such. Um, he's been productive. Uh, at the college level, um, despite being very young, his his size and physicality, and his and his you know his NHL readiness is is very strong given his age and how well he's already competing against other men in, in the in the NCAA for UConn. Um, his my one big concern with him is his skating and his size. It's it's not exceptional, um, um, given given um given how the game is so focused on speed nowadays. But, you know, he's a, he's a really good player, and he's been very productive so far yeah. this season for UConn. Uh, as his production goes, he's got six goals, nine assists, 15 points in 19 games so far this year. Pretty good. Um, who's your number 10, Ryan? I have uh, Zach Benson <clears throat> um, oh. from, uh, from the Winnipeg Ice. Um, <clears throat> very, very productive year this year in the, uh, in the Western Hockey League. Um, <clears throat> I think, um, his big thing is obviously he's undersized, much like, um, his, um, teammate, um, that went last year's draft, Matthew Savoy. He's a bit undersized, um, but, you know, he's got good, good enough skating. He's a great playmaker. Um, he's a good play driver. His shot is underrated. It's good enough. Um, my main concern for him is obviously with his size, and he doesn't really play a two-way game. He's a very offensively motivated and focused player right now. Um, but I do think the talent is there. He's been super productive. He's got 39 points, I think, in 26 games the last time I checked. Um, really, really productive player, and he's, he's taken over um, Matthew Savoy's role. 
he's played well enough that, you know, with Savoy struggling and not really taking that next step, um, Benson has really taken that role on the power play as the play driver, as the playmaker. I think he's sitting on the top line over Savoy right now. Um, and Savoy went pretty high in last year's draft. So I think yeah. <clears throat> given the talent, how he's outperforming Savoy on the same team, I think 10 is a pretty reasonable pick for him. Uh, to add to it, he's got 46 points in 29 games. Yeah, he's been oh, so great in the Western uh, in the Western Hockey League. Uh, for me at number 10, I got Callum Ritchie. And um, Ritchie's just a solid, solid um, scorer. He's a centerman. Um, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he plays for the Ashra Generals. Yep. Um, yeah. he's, like I said, he's highly skilled. Uh, the one thing that, that, that Ritchie doesn't have is just quickness. He's not the best skater. And it's kind of similar to Connor Geeky last year, where you know we know how how great Connor Geeky is. Skill wise, maybe probably he's definitely top ten, maybe close to top five. But the thing that brought Connor Geeky down was his skating ability. And Cal Ritchie kind of doesn't have the best skating as well. But I mean, a team a team a team should overlook that. Um, he will be a top six player in the NHL. He's a right shot center, which is pretty valuable in today's league too. And um. Yeah, he's having a great year for the generals. Um, you know, if he has a if he has a good rest of the year and a good playoffs, he could skyrocket up the board. So, you know, I, I pay attention to him. Um he's someone that doesn't really get talked about a lot. Um, but yeah, he he's he's very, very good. Just he has to work on his skating. Yeah. Twenty seven points in twenty nine games so far. Yeah. I guess I'll just bring up the points. Yeah, you're the points guy. Yeah. I got the points. <laughs> I mean yeah, Richie's 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 impressed me. He's got really high skill level, um, especially at, at a guy who who plays. He's six two one eighty seven, and he plays like it, right? You know, we, yeah. we we see a lot of these bigger players that sometimes don't really play to their size. You know, Calum Richie's a skilled power forward, um, but like 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 Shay mentioned, his skating is is a bit of a concern, and we've seen in past drafts, right? And that was the reason why I wasn't high on Connor Geeky last year at all. I had him going like mid twenties, and that was simply because of his skating. We've seen p- big power forwards with skill in the past that haven't panned out. I had Richie at 14, and I do think he will pan out despite his skating because yeah. I think all of his other skill sets are all, like, NHL level. Like, they will translate to the NHL level. Um, so definitely a top 15 pick and someone to look out for. Yeah. The main reason I've overlooked him is his skating, and I always am a bit wary about skating, like, when you're not that great at skating when you're a center. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number nine, Rossi. I have... I have Dalibor Dvorsky. Probably butchered that wow, name. Wow, Dvorsky. Dvorsky at Dvorsky nine, Yeah, huh? nine, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's shocking. What do you guys think you should have gone up more? I, I have him I near my... I won't say where, but I have him in my top five. Oh, damn. I don't he's, know. Like, uh, he's, uh, he's a bit higher for me. There was just... I don't know. For me, there was just so many guys that I really liked. Like, there's just so many prospects that I like in this draft, to be honest. It's a good It's a very good draft for forwards. Yeah. Good, it's, very good draft. It's an extremely good draft if you're a forward this year. Um. Yeah, but I, I like his play. He's 6'1", 201 pounds. Again, just like everybody else mentioned so far, he's 17 years old. Um, He's a center. 
out of Slovakia. He's currently playing in. Um, in a, I think he's it's the Swedish second league. Yeah, he he's in hockey Elsvenskan, Elsvenskan, which is where Forsberg played. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other notice, notable prospects or players from there that I can think of at the moment. He's currently has eight points in 21 games, so obviously that's kind of hunkered. It might hunker his uh, his stock if it, he doesn't like produce more. But I think definitely, even though he's not produced much right now in the league, uh, we could see him jump. I mean, obviously, Shea has him in his top five for a reason, from what he says, at least. I mean, he might not be. This might be an ultimate play, and he's just about to say, oh, I also have him nine. But, um, yeah, he's definitely got some upside, but I think he's one of the more raw prospects out of the draft. Okay, that's more, that's, that's a fair argument, I, can, I, I guess. All right. Um, so, uh, at number nine, I have Nate Danielson of the brand Wheat Kings, I believe. I'm pretty sure he still plays there. Um, and I, he's one of, like, my guys. So, I have a couple of guys bolded at different ranges of the draft that I consider my guys, where it's like, if I had a team that was picking in that range, like, these would be guys that I'm really looking at. And Nate Danielson is, is one of them. I think, I think he's one of the most complete players in this class if you take away his shooting. Um, you know, he does have, I think, 14 goals this season. Last time I checked, he had 14 goals on the season, um, which, you know, would think, you know, he's a great finisher. But really, the, the, the worst part of Danielson's game is probably his shooting and his finishing ability. Um, but he's a great play driver. He's a really good skater. Um, uh, I think his playmaking is, is very underrated. And, you know, there's a lot of really good forwards in this year's class, but I will be honest, there's not a ton of them where their two-way game has really impressed me. And Nate Donaldson has been one of those guys where I've looked at it and I've said, you know what, this guy, I can see him playing, you know, a two-way a two game at the NHL level. He has that 200-foot game. Um, I've been really impressed with him this season. He's been productive. He's been playing very physical. He's got a great hockey IQ. This is one of my guys. Um, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be at the World Juniors, but if if he when he when he makes the team and that's a when not if when he makes the team next year he's going to be one of the guys I'm really excited to watch cuz I think he will fit perfectly on any third line in the NHL um when he develops and that's like his floor cuz I I think he will be a legitimate top 6 center that's a matchup guy that you can put up against the other team's best players and he yeah. can score goals I mean well he can produce produce offense and also play a shutdown game so I really love him as a player yeah, two notes. Uh, he's got 15 goals, 23 assists, 38 points, and 32 games played. And out of everybody that we've listed so far, he is the first 18-year-old. All right. Uh, my number nine is Edward Sally from uh, the Czech Republic. Uh, currently uh, playing for HC Komato, uh, six points in 26 games. And, like, this kid is just immensely talented. He might have on the... He has one of the best shots in this in in this draft. Um, just so offensively creative. Um, the one thing that knocks his game though is his defensive ability, and a lot of a lot of like like Ryan said earlier. Um, there's a lot of prospects this draft that doesn't have the best two way game, and Sally is one of them. 
I feel like there's prospects higher than him that might not be as skilled, but brings a better two-way, 200-foot game, and that's the reason why they go higher. But make no doubt about it, Sally's a top... Sally, um, talent-wise, one of the best in the draft by far. He's quick on his edges, too. There's a lot to like like here. He just needs to focus uh, on the defensive side, and if he can round that out, he could be a contender for the top three, honestly. Um, he, he he might be able to push out guys like Mishkov, who um, obviously has the Russian contract intact, and maybe Infantelli. Uh, we'll see, but this is a guy that I, I really like watching a lot. He's so fun to watch. As of right now, he's got three goals, three assists, 26 points in the Chexia League. Yeah, he's like he's gonna be a top scorer in the NHL for sure. He just needs, like I said, the the two hundred foot game needs to improve, but he is very very good. Yeah. All right, number eight. Number eight for my number eight prospect, I have Will Smith, who honestly should be picked number one because of his <laughs> name. Uh, he is obviously six foot nothing, one hundred seventy two pounds. Uh, you know. He's got, let me see, he's, well, so far on the U.S. national development team in the USHL, he's got four goals, six assists in the, um, in the USHL, and then in the U.S. development, the one under that for the national team, he has 47 points in 26 games played, and he is, he's a Boston College commit. So, obviously, there is the upside of him going to uh, a college, which I would say that colleges have def- are definitely, even if not yet, but they will definitely take over the main uh, development way. We can With a lot of the players lately coming from college being just insanely good. I mean, mention Kale McCarr, and that's just one way to prove that. But, uh, yeah, I mean... He's really impressed me. Uh, I don't really have much to knock him on. I mean, you guys might know, might know more. I haven't seen a whole lot of him yet. Well, but... you know, I'll just go ahead and say my number eight two is Will Smith. So I'm just gonna add on here. Um, the thing about Will Smith is that he's six foot, one seventy two, and he's a center, right? You know, ideally, you know, I feel like he needs to just add a bit more to his frame because. So if you're going to be, as a six foot center, I think 172 is a bit undersized for him. Um, he just needs to add that big body frame. But like you said, like he's, he's going to be, he's going to be very, very good. And that's, I, I just, I, I agree with everything you said there. So I don't really have much to add on. But the one thing I think he needs to work on is just, you know, adding some muscle, adding some weight to his uh, six foot frame. All right. If you, if you're listening to this podcast, Will Smith, start eating. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jay of... wants you to get fat, and I want you. No, to, it's, I want not, you to stop getting, playing b ball. It's not getting fat. It's called, bulk, it's, it's called it's called bulk. It's called bulking up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what do you call it? So, um, from from my aspect, um, I have Edward Sale at yeah. or Sale at number eight. Um, so pretty similar to, to where where Shea had them. Um, and you know, we 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 you talked about Will William Smith being you know a little bit you know light at his weight. Um, but you know, Sally is six one and he's ten pounds lighter than Will Smith is. Um, 
And but the difference is I don't have as many concerns with Sally's Sally's weight um as you know in terms of play strength because he is playing in the men's league and he's held his own. You know, he hasn't been extremely yeah. productive. He's only got six points in I think like close to thirty games in the Czech league. But he's 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 held his own. And I think um we know he's got the skill. We we know he's got the talent as Shay mentioned. He's a good play driver, he's a very good skater, very good playmaker, very well rounded. Doesn't have the two way game. I, I I do still have questions about his his shooting, but for a guy his size, he's not afraid to get in, you know in the dirty areas of the ice. Um, and he's shown that he can play with men. He, and I have full faith that you know as he gets older and as he gets access to you know professional um, nutritionists and dietitians of it that an NHL staff has to offer, he will be able to gain weight and bulk up and get stronger. Um, and so I have him number eight. You know, I think he's a very talented player. Um, I wouldn't be I, his great. So I have grades for all these prospects and from nine to six, these three guys I have very rated like very similarly. Those four yeah. guys I have rated very similarly. So Sally could really go as high as six for me. So he's a very good player. I like him a lot. Okay. Uh, number seven. Um, I don't need to add much because both of you have talked about him already. But Edward Saleh, that's that's my number six, seven. What are we at? Right? Seven. 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 I've already lost count. Yeah, Edward Saleh, That that's who I have going seventh. And you guys have already said everything that needs to be said on him, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just got hey. a lot of upside. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now it's Ryan. Yeah, uh, at seven, I got Dalibor Dvorsky. Um, and really, I mean, I, I don't want this to be a slight against Dvorsky because I know there's a lot of people that think he should go top five, and rightfully so. He's a, I think he's one of the best offensive players in this class, bar none. He's got a very, very good shot. I'd say he has a top five shot in this class. He's one of the elite play drivers, and this class has a lot of great play drivers, and Dvorsky's one of the best ones, so that, that, that says something. His skating is good enough. It's not exceptional, but I think it's good enough. He's got great playmaking. He's got great hockey IQ and awareness, right? If you want, if you need a guy who will come in here at the NHL level um, and, you know, be, uh, you know, like a 35 goal scorer, you know, 80 point per game, you know, dynamic playmaker on the power play, play driver on entries and exits from the zone, Dvorsky's your guy. Um, he's, I think he's as polished and as creative as it comes offensively in this draft class, but, you know, doesn't really play to his size yet. He's not. He's not very physical. I. I do have concerns on how his finesse type game will translate at the um, NHL level um, on NHL ice when he inevitably inevitably comes here. And and his two way game is also weaker um, in, in this class. But I just think the offensive upside is is just incredible for a guy like Dvorsky. And I, I. And I really you know. I like him a lot, um, but there's one guy that you guys aren't so high on that I'm really high on, and that's the only reason Dvorsky's not in the top five right now. Okay. Um, at number seven, I got Braden Yeager from the, uh, I believe he's in Moose Shot, yeah. Uh, currently has 39 points in 32 games, 18 goals, and that's what Jaeger is. He's he's an elite shooter in this draft class. If Cole Caulfield was six feet... Um, that's who Jaeger is. He's just a bigger Cole Caulfield who can play center. Um, he's a right shot, and I mean, there's a guy in the NHL that's a that's a six foot right shot center. I mean, his name is Austin Matthews, 
that's a great shot. And I mean, obviously, Jaeger is not going to have the defensive ability and obviously the generational talent as Matthews has. But just a shot alone, I feel like that's what's going to make his value go up. Um, goal scoring nowadays is much higher in the league than it used to be. And Jaeger's a guy that could probably score 40 to 50 goals per, uh, not per season, but a few times in his career. And, you know, he's, you know, like, even though he's a six foot, six foot guy, he only weighs 166, so that's, so similar knock to Will Smith. Oh my god, so much <laughs> stuff about their weight. Hey, you can't be Start six feet fat. if you want. <laughs> but like, somebody needs, like, what? We need a six foot. We need a six foot one, five hundred pound prospect. Somebody start getting on that. <laughs> nah, Jaeger just needs to, to to hit the weight room, and and you know all the a lot of these prospects are really young. Um, yeah. So they're gonna have more than enough time to grow into their bodies. You know, really when I look at them, I look at their height first and foremost because you really like when you're six foot. When you, by the time you're twenty years old, you're not gonna be one sixty five anymore. You're gonna be pushing closer to one eighty, one eighty five. So you know, I'm not particularly concerned. Um, but definitely something he does need to add to his game. He has to really commit himself to to adding that weight and that play strength for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like once again, one of the best shooters in this draft. Um, and I think he'll go high simply because of that. Okay. Uh, for number six, I have Braden Yeager. Uh, I don't have much to add to what Shay said. Although the I mean, only thing, the only thing that I don't have in my notes is the thing about his weight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I don't have listed here. Yeah, no, I mean, I got, I got Yeager at six as well. And I mean, that shot is just ridiculous. Wait. Yeah. I mean, he's... I, I and to be fair, in any other draft class, I would say he has the best shot in the draft class. He just happens to be cursed that he's in the same draft class as Connor Bedard and, and Mishkov. That that like that's really what it comes down to. And even then, you could maybe make an argument that he's up there with them, right? But he's he's easily got the third best shot in this class. Uh, I don't think that's even debatable. He's got top three shot in the class. You know, his play driving, you know, he's not a great play driver, but then again, he's a finisher, right? You don't expect him to 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 be the one bringing the puck into the zone because he's the guy who finishes by putting the puck in the net. Um, yeah. His physicality, like I mentioned, play strength needs to get better. It just needs to get better. Um, you know, he's he's impressed with Canada at the international stage, and that's that hold that does hold weight um, in NHL scouting. Um, scout, scout draft draft rooms. You know he's played well for Canada at different aspects of his career. He's gonna be at the World Juniors. Um, if not not this year, the next year. I can't remember if he made the team this year. I don't believe he did, but he definitely will next year. Um, he was great at the uh, U18s. So you know, Jaeger, incredible player. Um, I have him right up there with anyone in this class. All right, number six, I got uh Zach Benson. Uh, Siakam's already touched. Uh, sorry, Ryan's already touched on him a lot. Um, just a tremendous player for the guys. He's like you said, he's up there with Matthew Savoy already. Um, yeah, just immensely skilled. He's gonna be a great two-way player. Um, in the NHL. Uh, and yeah, that's that's really about it. He's just he's just damn good. He kind of kind of reminds me of Kent Johnson a little bit. A few years ago, thinking about Columbus, just a just a tiny bit. He's just tremendously skilled all around. Yeah, very good, very good playmaker. I think playmaking is call is his calling card, which yeah. is 
which is why he's managed to upseat Savoy. I think that was really impressive because Savoy is, was a very productive player uh, leading up to his draft year. And this year, I mean, he's taken a step back and Benson's taken a spot, hasn't looked back. Um, yeah, but I really like Benson. It's just his weight. And I, I still don't think his two-way game is, is has really translated yet. Okay. But great player, great player. I can't really argue with you. Okay, number five. Number five for me is, this one might scratch some heads, but I have Matvey Michkov. Uh, definitely a top three pick, but I just feel the fact that he's in Russia right now might skew where he goes. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, he is 5'10", 148 pounds. Uh, but before any of you guys start yelling about his weight, um, he's got 10 goals, 4 assists in 12 games so far in the VHL over in Russia. Uh, yeah, he's just amazing. I am going to go out on a limb, and this might get draw the ire of some people, but I think he's got a better shot than Bedard. That's well, no, I don't, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think that's very... I mean, I, I think that's fair. People were comparing this kid to Alex Ovechkin. I mean, I mean the shots up there, man. Like yeah, yeah. Like that's that's I I don't disagree with that take at all. Yeah, I I just think it's funny because I'm looking at my notes, and <laughs> under his name, the only thing I have written is that shot, and that was it for him. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He possesses he possesses the best shot in in the draft by by far, and that's like in Bedard's shot's still damn good. That's the thing. Yeah. But yeah, call it, um, yeah. I couldn't. I like. He should go top three. If anything, he should go second. But the fact that he's in Russia is, in my opinion, is probably gonna hurt his where he goes in the draft. So I have him going five, and I cannot for the life of me, like, put him any lower because even if it's probably reasonable to think that he might drop even more because of because of him being in Russia. I can't justify right. putting him lower. Yeah, so my top 10 kind of played into like three, four different tiers, which was nine to six, and then five to three, and then there's two and one. So I had a like a definite number one, number two in my head, and then three to five are all are three guys that I think could go in any specific order. But like Rossi, I actually have Mishkov at number five. Um, him and two other players got the exact same final grade as me. Um, but like I said, as Rossi mentioned, you know, the contract that he has in the KHL. And on top of that, I'm, I don't, I, there's a really special aspect um, to Mishkov's game, which is, which is his, his, um, his shooting, right? But I think the Ovechkin comparisons are a little bit overblown, right? We got to keep in mind, Alexander Ovechkin was not just a shot right? Ovechkin did have a two-way game when he was younger. Ovechkin was a very good skater for his size, and Ovechkin was also very physical. You can't forget those times where he, and he, he when and he was younger. And he, he, and he still he also thinks today. He still, also he still does today. it. He still lights people up with hits today. He's a very physical player. Oh my god, the game, very great and, player. The game against he, uh, Toronto where he put the I yeah. don't remember who he dumped in the boards, but he was just like, all right, you're going to the boards. Wasn't, wasn't that Timmons or no? I don't remember. I think it might have been Timmons. It, it might have been poor Timmons. Nah, he's been good for us, though. Nah, <laughs> it might have been Timmons, but all of a sudden he was just like, you're going back into the bench. 
But, like, that's what I mean, man. Like, I think the Ovechkin comparison is a little bit overblown. It's not Mishka's fault. But, like Rossi mentioned, when you're 5'10", 148, it's... It, it's it's a it, you you can't really play like Ovi right because Ovi was built like a tank. O- Ovi was a man in a man's body when he got drafted right. This is not yeah. going to be the same for Mishkov. I I think that of you know the the other four players I have on the board, three of them will have a better day one impact in the NHL because they're they're not going to have to spend as much time in the weight room and conditioning to get to an NHL ready body. I don't think Mishkov, and you know, to be fair, he, you, you say that and he's been great in the KHL. I get that. But I, and this is no disrespect to the KHL. It's the second best league in the world. But there, there's, there's a difference. There are stars in the KHL that have come to the NHL and are not even fourth liners. Like we just heard, like earlier the, earlier today, Nikita Soshnikov, who is one of the most productive players in the KHL, has come to the NHL. Couldn't Toronto couldn't didn't want him anymore. They let him go, and he just got cut by the Islanders after scoring like three points in like twenty nine games this season. Right? Like there's still a, you can be productive in the KHL and not translate at the NHL level. But with that in mind is for me the second best in the class i think on pure power and on the power play if you need a goal on a one-timer he's got the best shot in the class but i think badar's shot is a bit more versatile he can get off at so many different angles but it's very close for me right he's also a very good play driver but the thing is at his size he's not a great skater he's not you would expect someone that's 5 10 148 to really be blazing up and down the ice using some kind of speed advantage over you know bigger slower players it's not really that he's got great hockey iq you know he's a good player not not amazing um he doesn't really have a two-way game or a physical game because of his size and weight um but it is really the shot the shot carries the day he's got such and goal scoring comes at a premium so i definitely think he's a top five pick but i have him at five which may come as a shock to some people. I definitely think he's a top five pick, but I have him at five. <laughs> like, like, like not higher. Like, like some people will think he's a top three pick, and I can't argue with that, right? Yeah, he no. got the same score as my number three pick, but yeah. I personally have him at five. Okay. Uh, number five, I got Dalibor Dvorsky. Uh, I mean, both of you guys touched on him already, so I don't really have much to add. I just think that, once again, he's one of the better highly skilled forwards in this draft and he was very hyped up coming in so i like i feel like reasons for that that's why he still goes in in, in this spot um but if he falls that wouldn't be too shocking either and i know we've been talking about size a lot oh, and this is one of the few guys that at his six foot frame he's 190 so he actually his build's fine for the most part he's he's pretty he's a pretty big bodied kid um and like you said, the, the two-way game needs some work. Um, and I feel like that that he will um, get better in that area as he matures, as he gets to North America and all that stuff. But yeah, he just has superb offensive instincts. And uh, yeah, I, I got him at five. Yeah, a quick note. If you're watching this, uh, Delavore, don't gain any weight. That way, otherwise Jack Edwards will call you fat. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, and then bitch. even though you're making millions of dollars, you're gonna like have to do like a fundraiser thing for some reason instead of just being like, all right, just. Hey, look, that. man, that Albor, <laughs> my my boy, you're you're one eighty five, one ninety. Play like it, man. Like like he's he's got the frame to be a real power. Wait a minute. You know, like a real 
real real strong on the pocket. Wait. He's just I don't know, man. He doesn't have the play strength to me right wait, now. Wait, like wait, wait. you got you got you got the weight there. You gotta play like it. He's not one ninety though. He's two oh one. Hey. Hey. My Hey, I hey my on Dauber prospects it says one ninety, so don't get mad at me. I'm not getting mad at you. It's just everywhere I look, it says he's two oh one. Hey, look, uh, he may you, he may be he may are you sure? be two oh one. Hockey hockey DB says one ninety as well. What the fuck are you looking at? Uh, I don't, okay, uh, only well, elite only only elite prospects has him at two oh one. Everywhere else, my initial mock draft, yeah, one ninety. Everywhere everyone else has to have one ninety. So don't get mad at me. I'm not. I wasn't getting mad. I just think it's funny that that we that well, well, you, well, you, uh, all, all, all I'm saying is, regardless of what his his list of weight is, he he doesn't play like it. Oh not, yeah. Not not yet. But I think that's because he's been he has so much skill. He can't help but play a finesse style, and because he doesn't have those defensive instincts, I don't think he really tries that hard defensively. I'm gonna be honest, and that's why it doesn't really show up on tape. Um, but I think you know once he. I'm saying NHL level. I think those things can get ironed out. Is he like He's Ovi in the in like what what years was that where Ovi like any time the puck was on the defensive side, it looked like his like it looked like when your controller dies in the middle of playing NHL, <laughs> you just like stand there. It's, and he was like, it, what are you it, doing? It's not. It's not. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just he's just not very strong on on puck battles in the defensive end. Um, he's not a great forechecker. Um, he's just when he has the puck, he's incredible. When his team yeah. has the puck, he's incredible. But it's on the other half of the ice. He needs some work. He needs to play stronger. You know, he needs to push guys out of the way. You know, he needs to be stronger when he's trying to take pucks off of guys. He needs to play a stronger two-way game. That's my only thing with him. Yeah. If he can do that, like he could easily go over Mishkov for me. Like, I mean, like that's how good I think he can be. It's just he hasn't really applied himself on the defensive end yet. Okay, uh, number number honestly, four. Yeah, well, just one more thing about uh, Dvorsky. Honestly, in my opinion, uh, I I like when bigger guys like that can play a more elusive game because it shows that if they can't rely on their strength in a certain situation, they can be very elusive, and it shows that they can do the elusiveness. But then when they need to, they do have the strength to then like you know bowl someone over while driving into the offensive zone but he does he does need to play more physical yeah i agree with that all right number four uh number four i have zach benson i mean obviously i don't remember if it was ryan or shay who talked about him already but we both, we, we both have yeah, i'm actually have... the lowest on him out of all of you yeah i i don't have oh. much to add he's 510 159 uh he plays both left, right, and center. Uh, he's currently got 46 points in 29 games played. Yeah, I don't have much more to add on him. I don't know if you guys want to add about his weight or something. No. But... <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I think I probably touched, touched about it. Yeah, we have. We, we both have. <laughs> this is literally just the reverse retro thing again, but instead of Patrick talking about stripes every five seconds, it's just you guys <laughs> talking about people's weights. Hey, I mean, when you're going to the National Hockey League, you gotta bulk up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but not too much, otherwise Jack Edwards. Will... <laughs> okay, number four. Hey, man, we talk, we talk, we talk about NHL-ready players, right? And on, and on, at number four for me, I have a guy who I think, if you took him and you put him in the NHL next year, 
yeah, I don't think he'd look out of place. And that guy is Leo Carlson. Yeah. Out of the SHL. I mean, man. Man, is he a good player. Very well-rounded, and he he's 6'3", I think, like, 190 or something like that. He plays like it, man. Uh, 194. He, 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 yeah, he, he, he plays like he's 6'3", 190. We, I've been talking this entire time about guys who, who are 6'1", <laughs> 6'2", and don't play to their weight. Man, Leo Carlson's a bruiser, man. He's got a good two-way game, too. You know, he's got he's a good play driver as well for his size. Like, like these guys, like when we talk about like power forwards that haven't panned out in the past drafts that went in the top ten, like guys like Lawson Krause, who's actually found his game this year in Arizona, Nick Ritchie, yeah. who has not found his game yet, and I don't think ever will. Um, and <laughs> when we right, like we have like a lot of these uh, Jake Bertanian, who never really um... found his spot in Vancouver until you know what happened. Um, but like, there's a there's a long laundry list of of power forwards that have gone in the twenty two thousand mid two thousand tens that didn't pan out. You know, they were big, they're physical, they had high production in junior, but they didn't have the they, their skill didn't translate, and they weren't fat, good enough of a skater to to keep up at the NHL level. Bill Carlson is not like that. He's one of those power forwards like Slavkovsky last year, um, like um, a Kirby Doc who I still am not ready to write off yet. He's been very good for Montreal this year. Uh, like a Pierre-Luc Dubois. I think he's a power forward that will translate at the NHL level because he has the skill to, to play at an NHL level, and he, he has the physicality to match it. And I'm really excited to see uh, him at the World Juniors with Sweden. Um, I think, I, I'm pretty sure he's on the team. He better be, at least. Um, but I'm really excited to see him play. I think he's going to be great. Um, and it's just gonna, he's just going to add to the list of great Swedish players that have, that have come to the NHL. He's yeah. an amazing player. Really love him. I, I agree with that, as Rossi sent some weird-ass <laughs> Because that's, um, that's the only image. I don't know who is editing this, but if you want to put this me. on the screen when I'm talking about this, for some reason, this is the only thing I can picture in my head when we keep talking about players' size. Uh, I mean, it's an important aspect, right? Like, you, yeah. like you, you're, you're like you're laughing at it, but like this is legitimately no, I just, something I just that think NHL, it's funny because like, it's, it's it's why a guy like Cole Caulfield fell so far in the draft, right? Yeah, I I get like, that. He was but very small for his. I I don't know why it just keeps making me laugh anytime I think about it. Um, at number four, you guys had him at number five. We already talked about this. Matt they Mitchkov. Um, I like once again. I think he personally falls just because of the whole Russia factor. I think he has two years left on his KHL deal or three years left. And, like, I hope that God he makes the NHL his first year because, holy crap, is he is such a fun player to watch. I just don't know if that's going to happen. Um, and, like, it, like you guys talked about his shot, um, everything, his 148. Like, me and him basically weigh the same amount, which isn't <laughs> ideal if you're a professional af- professional athlete. Um, but like, comment what my weight is. Yeah, like yeah, like similar to uh, I think I mentioned Brandon Yeager, where I said he has one of the best shots this draft. Mitchkov is the best shooter in this draft, bar none. Um, yeah, it just really depends what's happening up in Russia. You know, once again, just hopefully, hope to God he uh he makes it to the NHL in his first year because that'd be so much fun to watch. Imagine like a guy like Mac Matt Vaymichkov, um assuming if Patrick Kane doesn't get traded by Chicago. Imagine Mitchkov playing with an elite playmaker like Patrick Kane. Like something like that. That'd be so fun to watch. Um yeah, yeah. It definitely would. Uh yeah plus 
despite the fact that there are a lot of things going on in Russia right now, which make, you know, a lot of players from there get their draft stock and, and other things like tank, um, it's definitely a good place for people to grow uh, as players. Because obviously you play against former NHLers and people who could potentially make an impact in the NHL. So it, yeah. it is definitely a good place to to grow. I mean, yeah, he's got unprecedented production at, in, at the KHL level for a, a kid his age. So, I mean, that speaks for itself. Um, I, I do think he's an incredible talent. I mean, he was number two for me at the very start. Um, when you know like back like two years ago when I first started looking at this class right um, he's still a great player and I wouldn't be surprised if he went top three um, so no arguments there like I said my three to five are all interchangeable they got the same grade so yeah all right number three uh, number three I have the man the myth the legend Leo Carlson uh the only reason he's not two or, or one is obviously because who one and two are for me. And they're just amazing. But I love Leo Carlson. I don't need to say much because Ryan already said it all, but And man. I would just say right I would just say right now my number three as well is Leo Carlson. Yeah, he's just he's just an interesting person to, to, to watch. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, the SHL, man, the amount of guys they've been producing over these last few years, my God, that's such a great, great hockey program they got over there. Oh, we call it LeCara Mackey. Like they had like, yeah. they had four guys I loved last year. LeCara Mackey, Oslin, Ogren, and then, uh, you know, my boy Odelius. I'm yeah. really sad I'm not going to see him at the World Juniors this year. He decided not to go. Um, but, uh, man, like Sweden's pumping out those prospects right now. I think he got hurt. He might have gotten hurt. Um, but he's not going to be at the World Juniors. I'm, I'm very sad that he won't be there. Um, but um, my number three is going to be, this is just like a situation where it's, it's one of my guys, right? You know, do I realistically think he's going third? No. He's probably going to go like five or six or seven, but I like him a lot. Um, you guys all had him in your list, but you guys had him at like 10 or like nine. I got William Smith, man. I got William Smith going third. <laughs> okay, to be fair, it's better than what I thought because when you started going on like that mini monologue about like this one of my guys, I thought for a second we were gonna about to hear like a guy who like Daniel Butt, who's like not even rated going in the first round. I was about to be like, oh god, I'm about to hear something <laughs> hey, fucking no, wild. Hey, don't 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 sleep on Daniel Butt though. He is one of my guys. He is a first round talent for me. Right no, 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 no. Like I'm uh, just saying, like maybe three seven four. Yeah, yeah, like the, the mock drafts that I've seen. Like, I thought it was just going to be something wild, like a guy who's currently not in the first round, but, like, should be in the first round, like, but, like, the Neil Butt. Uh, I thought it was, I thought we were about to hear something wild, and I was ready for it. Oh, okay, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. Um, Look, like, William Smith is really good, he's a really good player, man. Like, he's one of the top three, four play drivers in this entire class. Um, he's a great playmaker. I think I think he's you take Zach Benson and you put him on steroids, basically, or like Mountain Dew, as Steve Dangle would say it. That's <laughs> William Smith. That's William Smith, man. He's just juiced up. He's a juiced up Zach Benson. I can't unsee it. Um, you know, his his two-way game like Benson, 
still needs work. He doesn't really play to his size, right? But that play driving is, is something special. He's a great playmaker, too. He's he's up there. I think I think I think him, um, Benson, and probably Bedard are like the best three playmakers in this class, right? But William Smith's play driving is right up there, whereas I think Benson's playmaking still has some room to grow. Smith's also an extremely good skater. He's a great skater. His the only aspect of his offense that probably is not as refined is his shot but it's not even a bad shot he's been he's been a great goal scorer as well uh, for uh, in the u.s uh and dtp so he's just he's a great player and you know i know he's not gonna go number three and i just have him there because like i really like him as a player but like if if a team can get him at the end like nine eight nine ten i think that's gonna be a steal because i think once he once he grows into his frame and and he really commits to playing a two-way game this guy is going to be special I, I i don't think you can teach the way that he can control the game with the puck on his stick um i he's one of my guys he's my guy um but like i said i say that and he has the same grade as carlson and mishkov for me so you know he could you know i wouldn't be mad if he went five he probably won't go five he'll probably go like seven or eight but i really like him all right number two rossi uh number two and i think i think we know who, i think we know who it is yeah number two is if it wasn't for bedard i would say this guy's the bona fide number one pick i just really like him i've been watching him in in, in, in michigan and that probably already shows tells you who it's going to be adam fantilli man is he good yep He's... i mean i think we i think we can all say we have him at number two so we can all just talk about can him we? here oh god <laughs> Oh yeah, let me guess. You have Oliver Blanc at number two. Oliver Blanc, <laughs> baby. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we we all have Pantilia he, too. He's six two, one eighty seven. Um, he currently in the in with Michigan. Is, he has twenty six. Yeah, Michigan. Michigan man gets all the best players. Like they had, they had Luke Hughes. They had, I think Veneers. they had many veneers. Yeah, they had Veneers, Owen Power. Kent Owen Johnson. The only, oh my God. The only, team, the, only, the only college hockey team that I would say produces more talent than Michigan is Boston College. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, like, I mean, Because Bold, what? Boldy went to Boston College. Eichel went to Boston College. Goudreau went to Boston College. My God, Boston uh, College. Yeah. Fabro. I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. La- like, Bobby the last two seasons... If you want to go top five and top ten in the draft, you go to Michigan. Go to Michigan. Man. Last two, three years, like holy Matt, but Matty Beniers, number one overall pick. Luke Hughes, number seven overall pick. Owen Power, number one overall pick. Ken Johnson, like the tenth pick, like the or, or fourth pick, something like that. I don't even remember. Like holy, Michigan's been an absolute powerhouse yeah. the last couple yeah. of years. Um, funnily enough, uh. One of the teams that he played for before was he went to a place in the EHF 18U Elite called Top Gun. So, let's go. <laughs> hey. That's All a right. great and name it... for hockey. Uh... I mean, like, we talk about this, but let's just talk about Fantilli for a second, man, in terms of his yeah. actual play. Like, like, I think he's what we all thought Shane Wright was going to be. In yeah, the I agree. Class. I agree. Right. Like we, there was all this hype going to Shane Wright's draft year, like uh, how he was going to be this elite two-way player with a, with the goal scoring ability. 
I think that's that's Fantilli. I think Fantilli's better than Wright. If Wright went last year's class, he would have gone before. If Fantilli went last year's draft, I think he would have gone first overall. I, but you um, say that, but Wright didn't go first. Slavkovsky went first. Yeah, I know, but I, I but Wright like was like consensus number one up until like the last two weeks of the draft, and suddenly he just fell down draft boards. No, I would say he um, was he was the consensus number one until like the last day, like the day before. And it was slowly like, mm-hmm. Slavkovsky went in there, and then what do you call it? Arizona already drafted their franchise center the previous season, so they didn't go with him. And like, and then... like we talked, we talked about it. Oh, I mean, I was gonna bring it up during the mock draft video that you guys said I couldn't do because I had my uh, wisdom teeth taken out. But I was gonna mention. We didn't say I'm... that you couldn't do it. You just were like. Well, I couldn't even talk that day. <laughs> You, you it would have been comedic, though. It would have been a good comedic uh, effect. It would have been like, Shay, what's your opinion I, I, on this I, guy? Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to mention if, if I, I was because I, I think I did bring it up during the, during the actual stream, though, that if Slavkovsky went out one, which he did, that it made, no se- it, it made no sense for New Jersey to take right considering the amount of centers they have there. And New Jersey really needed a defenseman and took Namich. So. Yes, yeah, the and one, the, we, also, we also talked about how, what do you call it, Arizona. Scouted Logan Cooley a lot. Yeah, it was right? a Whereas really they, they, Cooley. Yeah, right. I think they had their heart set on him. So, like, I think Wright as I Wright's fine. Wright's a good player. I'm still I'm not low on Wright. I still think he's you know I he was my number one rated player in the class that year. Right, like I still really like them. But I, mean, I think Fantilli is just better. I think yeah, he's just better, I, he's better I, play I, driver. He's got a better two way game. He plays more physical. He's a better playmaker. He's a better. Sh- I think he's just better. Yeah. And that's not a slight to Shane Wright. Like, no, it, it's definitely not. But I would say that I mean we can make a whole podcast on this in, in the future or something about how the NCAA in college in general is kind of overtaking yeah. the traditional like CHL route. Junior leagues. Yeah. And you know if any other you know how in most draft years that there's your consensus number one maybe also sometimes a consensus number two. And the rest of the draft is like whatever, right? You know, say twenty sixteen. If Matthews that wasn't in that draft, because you know, people don't know, you know, he could he was almost eligible for the twenty fifteen draft. And if he went there, he would have been an Arizona Coyote, funnily enough. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like, let's not joke we, about that. Like I mean, well, but but Lightning would have went number one in twenty sixteen, right? In twenty fifteen, McDavid wasn't there. Ico would have went number one. In any other draft year, Fantilius is the number one draft pick. But because there's a kid named Connor Bedard going at number one, like what else is there to say about Connor Bedard? Like what else is there to say? I mean, it's just unbelievable. I, I, I have something to say. Watch him go for. <laughs> you know what? Hey, Montreal selects first, and and they uh, Montreal selects first, and they pass on Bedard. I'm gonna laugh so hard. They're going to. I mean. I I haven't I've only been doing like comprehensive like draft and prospect like deep dives for the last like three four seasons. Connor Bedard's the best player I've ever seen at the junior level through through all, all, all the the years that I've been able to to look at at junior hockey. I mean, I mean, his prospect score for me at eight point eight four is like the gap between one and two. Is more is bigger than the gap between two and three, and the gap between two and three is pretty big, right? From from Fantilli to Smith, Carlson, and Mishkov for me, right? Bedard had an eight point eight four score for me out of ten, right? Fantilli was eight point five three, and we're talking about how Fantilli would probably be the number one pick in last year's draft, 
Yeah. That's how crazy Connor Bedard is. Yeah, he is... He's got the shot. He's got the play driving, the skating, the playmaking, the IQ, the toughness. Like, my yeah. God, man. I mean, obviously, like, Ryan has definitely looked into, like, Bedard more. I usually look at goalie prospects the most. I mean, I've said this before. The goal... The the player that I scouted the most before a draft was Yaroslav Askarov, who I started watching, like, two, three years before he was draft eligible. Yeah. So, like, I don't... I don't watch, like, you know, deep defensemen or, or forwards as much, but honestly, you don't need to know jack shit about prospects to understand that Connor Bedard is special. Yeah. He's, he's literally the next Connor McDavid. Actually, no, he's not the next McDavid. He's the first Connor Bedard. I, like we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna say this, and the poor motherfucker's gonna go fourth. And then the he's team, and then the team that drafts no, him no. isn't gonna play him. No, there's no shot. I will, I will say, I will say this right now. All right, if Connor Bedard does not go first overall, I will become a Bruins fan. <laughs> I will become a Bruins fan if Connor Wait, Bedard does not go first overall. That's not even overall. like a bad thing, though. You just get less pain as a fan now. You, you go no, because I'm a Maple Leafs fan. The thing yeah, I hate you... the most in the world are the Boston Bruins. Yeah, and but... Having to like that team somehow, convince myself I like that team, would be the most torturous thing you could ever ask a Maple Leafs fan. Thing that you, Maple I Leafs mean, fan. you know what? I, I, I won't I don't be a think... Bruins fan. I won't be a Bruins fan. I'll like Jack Edwards. All right? How about that? I'll, <laughs> no, I'll, enjoy, you... I'll listen to Jack Edwards. Commentary five hours straight. You gotta do the same thing that I said I would do. I said that if the Arizona Coyotes made the playoffs this year, that I would get their fucking logo shaved into my head. So you gotta get the Bruins logo shaved into your head if he doesn't you know go what? first. Funnily enough, that we're bringing this up, uh, I don't know if I said it at the beginning of the podcast or before, but Chicago, if they could take the Jelly first overall if they win the draft lottery. They very well I could. Yeah, I was going to get the Bruins shaved into my head because that is something Chicago could do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The only reason why. I'd rather listen to Jack Edwards than, than have that humiliation on my head. There was, okay? there was, there was a, what, what was it, the, the year before? Because this year I said that I would shave the Coyotes logo into my head if they made the playoffs. And then the year before I said I'd buy a jersey of theirs or something. Uh, I mean, it's a sexy, it's a sexy jersey. Oh yeah, really no, 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 no. Like it wasn't gonna be one of the Kachinas. It was gonna be one of the ones before that, where it was just like the red with the coyote oh, on it. it. Yeah. And then was that was that last year's draft stream where I jumped out of my window? Yeah. <laughs> you right now, yeah, I actually you jumped actually? out. Yeah, I actually jumped out of my window on stream. I thought that was just a joke. No. I said that if Wright okay. fell to like fourth or something, I was gonna jump out of my window, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that draft Holy. was just crazy, man. Anyways, that draft was crazy. Anyways, uh, let us guys let oh. let us know your oh what what happened. I just did a sim of like the draft lottery of uh on like Tankathon, and I pressed it once. Let me get and Nashville's drafting first. Great. And Anyways, then... would never happen. Would never happen. In real yeah, life. no, you know, it Bat- never that happened happen. in real life. Gary Batman would come on the stage. Put the car the back <laughs> he, in the machine. He would and grab it and throw it away. Like, no. Yeah, he'd be like, no. We're not sending the next generational talent to Nashville, Tennessee. No, There's we are not no sending. TV market there. We are not sending him to a team that cannot develop forwards worth a damn. Go away. 
that too. That too. But yeah. also from a marketing perspective, <laughs> he would never allow that to happen. I mean, marketing, marketing, um, marketing wise, uh, what teams do make sense for Bedard? Because honestly, the NHL draft lottery is rigged. I'm not I mean, gonna lie. I mean, I mean Chicago okay. is a historic franchise. Uh, yeah. I mean, but okay. No, let's be honest. I don't think it matters who he gets sent to. He's going to increase the thing tenfold. But because the NHL is so fucking shit at marketing itself, he's going to go to Chicago or Anaheim. I mean... Anaheim? We call it... I think... I think... I think if... I think, sneakily, Columbus... If, if the NHL is smart... He sent Bedard to Columbus. I like how we... Because I think Columbus, I think Bedard is a talented enough player to generate interest wherever he goes, right? People that would never watch Columbus Blue Jackets hockey will tune in just to watch this kid play. Honestly, that's NBA. fair. You, you, you increase the market size in Columbus and they already have Johnny Goudreau there, Zach Rensky, Kent Johnson, Cole Selinger, Karel Marchenko, you... You know, if, man, that makes a lot of sense, huh? Fuck, man. All I'm going to say is if, if he goes to Columbus, like, that's a scary team. Like, also, you know, like, yes, defense, very like, scary yeah, considering yeah. their record so far this year. Yeah, but their defense, too. Yerichek, Mady Chuck, Coleman's. It's so deep. Oh, my God, boys. You've guys. got a stacked roster. <laughs> I, I'm so happy to say that I've already been proven wrong in my last cell block video. Tommy Novak is centering a line of Philip Forsberg and Mikhail Granlund. Are you happy about that or bad? I, don't know. I am very happy about that. I thought we were going to see fucking Cole Smith centering a line of Philip Forsberg and Nino Niederreiter. He was going to play them two minutes a game besides Cole Smith. I hate this team. Anyways. All right. Anyways, let us let us know your thoughts on our rankings. I know we went for a bit longer today, but that's okay. Uh, and yeah, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.